Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of the Three Putt Podcast today. We hope you all having a great day, staying safe during this coronavirus. And we have some exciting topics of discussion today. Actually, Zach, after we did this What's in the Bag, decided that he was thinking about getting new clubs. And today was the day he was able to get fitted. So we're going to kind of break down what went down at that fitting, what clubs Zach is uh, deciding to go with, why he's deciding to go with that, and a couple of his numbers that um, influence his decision. So let's start off with just a refresher, Zach. What clubs are you currently gaming that you had before this fitting? Yeah, so currently I'm playing, which I'm still sticking with some of them, but basically I'm playing the Cobra F9 driver, um, fairway wood, and irons. So I'm still sticking with the driver and woods, but the biggest changes are in the other parts of my bag. Right. So you went specifically for what part of your bag? Yeah. So I went specifically for my irons, um, irons, wedges, and then also some sort of utility or, or hybrid. Um, so, you know, we talked about this in previous pods, but just been really having a a hard time hitting my irons correctly, getting the shot shape I want. And it's, I know why now, and I don't know if we want to go into this later, but I've just been having a really hard time with basically a pull, um, a shot out left. Um, we've talked about it a little bit um, in the past that um, right, I, I kind of struggle with a hook. That would be my miss. Um, but lately, I've just been really struggling with a pull, which is not even a hook. It, it just, you know, it, the ball is just going straight left. And so I, I did find out through the guy who did my fitting why. And it's, it's pretty interesting. So, yeah, and, and that, that gets frustrating when you're constantly missing. How much of that, at some point, you have to figure out, like, is it my swingers and my clubs? And you started doing lessons and figured out that it, it actually was partially the club. Um, so you, you went and got fitted. And what were some of the numbers that you started seeing on a couple of uh, – actually, let's start with what options did were you presented with? What club options were you presented with when getting fitted? Yeah, great question. So basically the way this fitting work, it worked, um, it was a little bit different. And I think it was just this way because he has already fitted me before. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I've been fitted before and I kind of went with the Cobra irons myself and I'm obviously regretting that now, but, um, you know, they serve their purpose for when I, when I played them over the past year or, or two years now, almost. Um, but basically I was presented with the, um, Mizuno, um, MP twenties. I was also presented with the, um, ping. I think they're called ping. I, I twenties. I two, I, I twenties. Let me, I'll have to look it up. And then I was also given the option of the Callaway Apex. Um, and so those were the options I was given. Um, and so we said ping I, let me check it out. I two, ping I 200. Yeah. So I was also given that option, ping I 200. And those were pretty much the three he gave me. Um, we didn't touch TaylorMade, which I was really surprised with. Uh, but basically the, how it started was I went in there and he just basically gave me a seven iron. He said, warm up your seven iron. He's like, cause this is going to be your base club. Um, which was, which was really interesting because most of my pulls don't necessarily come from seven iron. They come from, um, the lower, um, so like nine iron pitching wedge and gap wedge. Uh, most of the time I can't control those shots. I can't get them to be straight. Um, but so we started with seven iron, um, but same exact thing happened. So first couple shots all way out left. Um, great distance great um well not great ball flight but great distance um and not like necessarily a bad hook 
Um, actually, my my seven iron with my um, my Cobra, he was asking me. He was saying, "How how far do you do you hit seven iron?" And I was like, "One seventy, one seventy five, maybe." And then uh, he started pulling up the numbers so I could see them. He's like, "You're hitting your seven iron two hundred yards right now," and I was like, "Oh, geez, I didn't know I was hitting it that far," um, which also could have to do with why I missed so many greens. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I didn't know I was hitting it that far. And um, he's like, yeah, you, you have a really, really piercing ball flight. And then he started asking me what my divots look like. And generally they're, they're pretty thick divots. They're not, they're not fat. They're just really long and thick. Cause I have such a, uh, such a downward and such a deep penetrating angle of attack. Um, and so basically he was like, we need to get you into a club where you'll be able to control distance. Um, you'll be able to get the ball up higher. So it stops because my club was going carrying 185, but then it was rolling 200, you know? So the amount of top spin that's on the ball is just making it go, which is a huge struggle for your second shot in um, for your approach. And so he was basically saying, we need to get that, we need to get that ball flight a lot higher. Um, I was coming in around like 80 feet and he was like, we need to get that around one, 110 at least 110 feet with a seven iron. Um, and then also my angle of attack, um, was around, I want to say it was around negative eight, which is really, you know, a really um, downward angle of attack. He was like, we want to get that around. He, he wanted me to be around three, three or lower, um, a lot closer to zero, which would be more of an upward swing, um, which is also explains why I've had such a hard time with my driver as well. But um, um, so he was like, we want to get that a lot higher. So he just basically fitted me for clubs that were, we're going to get the ball to go a lot higher. Um, and so, like I said, those were the options he presented. Interesting that he kind of went with a much slimmer um, iron, not necessarily complete. All of them were blades because the Apex aren't necessarily blades. Yes. And I'm not, I'm not sure about those I-200s either. I'm not really familiar with a lot they, of big clubs. Yeah, they are, they are a blade too. So he gave me two blades and then one cavity back, which he probably just gave me the cavity back because I was playing cavity backs. Right. I mean – those are all really solid options. I I hit a, a set of ping um, blades when I was getting fitted, and I also hit the Apex. Um, I just didn't end up going with them. But I personally love – I've hit all three of those clubs. Um, and you, I think you ended up going with the Mizunos, right? Yeah, so we did – we did a lot of testing, which I really enjoyed that he kind of he, – he mixed up a ton of different shafts. We, ch- we tried different shaft weights. Um, you know, we played around, he played around a lot with, with different grips. Um, once I finally got warmed up and got my swing firing, um, basically the Mizuno, it had a perfect like baby draw on it started, started the ball just right. Um, I didn't actually have a single cut this entire, this entire round, which is kind of, it just kind of stinks, but, um, <laughs> basically, um, they were all really nice draws and then. Two, something about the club just made me feel like I, w- I could swing on plane. Um, with, the, with the, specifically the pings, when I looked down at the ball, um, just seeing the cavity back was kind of like, I was not very confident in looking at it for some reason. Um, I did like the Callaway Apex. Those were not, those were not bad. Um, I didn't mind the way they looked. Um, the feel of them were bad, but it was a lot heavier of a club, which is also what my Cobras were, which is also very interesting. So we started talking about that. Um, and he's like, what do you feel difference in between the Apex and the Mizunos? And I was like, the, the Apex feels a lot heavier. I um, mean, he's like, yeah, it is. He's like, the because uh, the shaft weight was the same. Obviously. He's like, the head's a lot heavier. And so he was like, you may have a hard time um, feeling that weight at the top of your backswing, which is which also was a part of what was happening. So 
for me to shallow out the club, um, a lighter club head um, caused me to kind of drop it in the slot much better. Whereas that heavier club head, I kind of felt like I had to pull on the handle to get it, get it to work. Um, this is kind of just, you know, a own personal thing of, with me. I'm not saying this is what happened with everybody, but um, so basically we went with the Mizunos cause I didn't really have a bad shot. Um, and then I could feel like I could drop it in the slot and I felt like I could swing on swing on plane a lot better, both backswing and downswing. And another thing is too, um, the distances, I was able to hit my Mizuno 185 um, with no more than three to five yards of, of roll. So 185 carry and then, you know, max, I was getting up to 190. So I did lose about 10 yards of distance, but in a good way, because it, I lost that distance of roll and I gained the, um, you know, less distance there. So basically I could hit the ball up in the air and land it where I wanted to land it, which was a really good feeling. Right. Blades are are much more workable than cavity back irons, at least in my opinion. I've played both. Um, you're, you're able to shape the ball a little bit more. And I think you're realizing that through this fitting because you had a really difficult time controlling your your F9 irons, your Cobras. But and, and I was actually pulling up while you were saying that the lofts of both of the clubs that we're comparing. So the F9s, just to take it, just to take that into account, the pitching wedge um, is a 44 on the F9s and on the Mizunos, it is a it is a 46. So there's about two degrees of difference there and almost all the way throughout the, um, the set. Now, you also changed which clubs you had. So your, your original set was five through gap wedge. Um, you changed that up a little bit. You ended up going with four through pitching wedge, right? Yeah, exactly. And he... That wasn't my decision, which is interesting. He um, switched me to to that. He wanted me to go throw four through pitching, and then to um, do actual, you know, different lofted wedges um, rather than just having your standard gap wedge for that company. Um, so that was really cool too. Um, we didn't necessarily hit a lot of shots with wedges because it's kind of something that's really hard to do. This is obviously not a course fitting, um, not a range fitting. It was a um, it was an indoor fitting. So. That's how we had all that number feedback too, which I guess you get from a track fan, but we had all that number feedback. So we didn't hit too many, too many chips or wedges. Um, but basically, you know, the wedges that I had were so old. He was like, you're not going to get any spin off these. And then also, you know, he preferred I either use Mizuno or Titleist um, for the wedges that I, I picked. Um, he didn't really give me an option of anything else, which is also kind of funny. I think he just knew my, my swing and knew the result of would be by picking those two. Um, those two brands. So basically the Mizunos were a little bit cheaper of a wedge and they were running a deal where you got a, a free wedge if you bought, if you stuck with the same brand. So that was also a really good deal um, because I bought, well, because I'm thinking I'm going to go with the Mizunos. I haven't bought them yet, but um, if I went with the Mizunos, then I would get a free wedge. So um, that's also why I went that route. But um, yeah, so he, he kind of set me up. He didn't really even give me an option for how to space out everything either. Like I didn't get to pick 54, 58 degree, he was like, this is what you're playing. Um, <laughs> so he actually, for wedges, he gave me 50 degree, 55 degree, and 58 degree, which is really interesting. 55 degree, I had never um, never quite seen. Yeah, neither have I. I've never seen a 55 degree. I didn't know that Mizuno had some of those, like, odd lofted wedges, something that's not more common. But, yeah, I really like I really liked the clubs that he gave you. I think that him giving you less options – shows that he really knew what you needed um, with your fitting because you went to him before 
and you chose your clubs. And I think he saw that, okay, you're not satisfied with these. Let's give you what you actually need. Um, I think the transition from playing blades to pl- uh, from playing cavity back to playing blades might take a little bit. However, yes. I do think you're gonna like these are gonna be an iron that you can have in your bag for an extended period of time, because you're not gonna outgrow these. These are irons that even tour players use. So I really exactly. love those Mizunas a lot. I, I actually think that they would be my pick if I picked one of those three irons. And um, I'm not sure if they've they would be the ideal ones for me, but they seem pretty ideal for you based on the numbers. Yeah, exactly. And, and I agree with you there. And I'm really glad that he didn't narrow down my choices to just basically the few that he presented me with, because like you said, and and this kind of changed my perspective on fittings even more is, you know, you can go pick some clubs off the shelf, like we were talking about in the um, does fitting matters uh, does fitting matter pod. Um, But this really just explained it. I mean, there's, there's certain clubs that you just swing better and they're weighted better for you. And there's certain shafts that are going to work better for you, certain grips that are going to work better for you. And really it takes a, it takes a professional to know what to fit you in. And it takes you swinging all those different types of clubs and then getting the numbers. And I'm really glad he, he, he went with those. Um, and he still did kind of give me the option at the end, which I liked. He, he was like, you know, do you want to play the apex or Mizuno? But he really preferred I stick with Mizuno. And so that's why I went with last time. I didn't go with what he preferred just because I wanted, you know, all matching bag, but I, I'm really, really happy with these. And like I said, so my distances went down, um, but because we went with a four iron, um, it's really going to help out my dispersion of distances because basically with the bag that I have now, I had no four iron. I had um, three wood, then three hybrids. So with a three hybrid, I was getting a little bit less distance, but not a very good hybrid club. So now rather than going from basically I never played that hybrid because it's not a very good club, but now rather than going from three wood, which I can hit 245, 250, then I, my next club down would have been a, a five iron, which I could hit, you know, 205. So that that's a 50, 45, 50 yard gap right there um, where I basically had no club I could hit, which you wouldn't think um, would make too much difference. But lately with, the way I've been playing is you want that second shot into a par five. Um, and most of the time they're going to be with 230, 220, 245. Um, and having that club in between, having that four iron, I think is really going to help my game. So I'm glad he made the switch there for me as well. Um, I talked a little bit about me wanting to get a utility and hybrid. I, I didn't end up going with, with one this time around. I'm going to wait on one because he didn't give me the option of a driving iron, which um, maybe there's something to that. I, I really wanted to try one. Um, I just didn't bother with it because I'm probably going to end up getting the iron. So I'll wait on the, uh, the uh, utility or hybrid, but basically the different, um, the different hybrids he was giving me, he gave me the tailor-made SIM, which I really liked. If I was going to go to anything, I would, it would be that one, the tailor-made SIM. He also gave me the, um, the latest ping hybrid. And then he gave me the latest Callaway hybrid. Um, didn't hit the ping or Callaway hybrid well at all. Um, and like I said, hit the tailor made sim decent, but still feel like because I have such a downward angle attack, I might be getting more, more out of my swing with a driving iron. So I decided to wait on that. Um, but same thing there. I think if I add that to the bag, that'll just help the dispersion of distances as well. Yeah. I like that. I, I really, really like that he added the four iron because that, that same thing happened to me when I was, getting fitted um 
he he wanted me to go with an iron that was five through gap wedge um that because because we got fitted off seven iron so he wasn't really looking at anything else we just were hitting the clubs and based on my numbers i would have picked that set however the set was five through gap wedge and he was like absolutely not you're gonna outgrow it you're gonna want a four iron so let's get you in a set that's four through pitching wedge go with actual wedges um separate from your iron set for the gap for the gap wedge lob wedge sandwich um so i really like that his he fit you for four through pitching wedge because in my opinion that's the ideal set yes um i also i also like that i i also like that you want to try the driving iron because i had the same problem with hybrids my ball flight was so piercing that i just couldn't control it it was like I was just destroying it. I had no point in having a three wood because the hybrids that I was hitting were just as long as my three wood. So what's the point of having both? I, I felt that I was able to work the ball a little bit more with the driving iron. So I, I think we're we're seeing a couple of things that are coming up throughout fittings that are important to make sure you look at. What options do you have? Blades or cavity backs? Because you might be new to golf, but blades may still be the play. What what about driving irons? Well hybrids are more forgiving but are isn't a longer iron like a two or a three better for your game something that you can grow into so whatever exactly. when anyone that's listening to this is considering getting fitted take all these things to into account and be educated going into the fitting because you want to make sure you're knowledgeable about a what you're getting fitted for b what you have in mind and see what you want to be knowledgeable on what is ideal for your game the numbers that you're seeing the ones that are getting put out by different sets of clubs um, so that you can pick the iron that is best for your game. I mean, in the end, the guy who fitted you is the expert. So he knew what was he was going to give you would likely be the best ones. But we what we still want to make sure that we're knowing our clubs. And I think this also um, brought out another thing to you is your distances. Now you're able to kind of see where your gapping should be. Like yes. now you know, okay, my seven iron should be close between that 170 to 180 range, whether I miss it or not before your distances were completely off you were expecting it to go 175 and it was going 200 which that can ruin your game <laughs> yeah exactly and and i think too is not only you know they were going 200 but really not not correctly and and that has something to do with it being a cavity back so i think it's a good point that you bring out that going to a blade for me um, and, and I'll see more and more as I, as I try it. But I think that's going to give me a lot more control over the shape that I want, over the distance that I want with each club. And it's going to keep that distance the same because, I mean, with a cavity back, it really gives you gives you a lot more distance. But then you, you it really is just made to go straight. It doesn't give you a lot of shape um, to your shots. And I feel like I'm always trying to give a shape to my shot. Um, I feel like I'm always trying to start the ball in a spot and then bring it back to to where I want to land it. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Another thing was too, um, he was an excellent, excellent. Uh, I, I love getting fitted by him because he's also um, an instructor. So he also does lessons and he was able to help me out a little bit um, with, with what was going on a little bit in my swing and, and why it was happening and how, how the clubs affected that. But my miss basically was off the toe. And so interestingly, the Cobra F9, the, um, the faces of those irons are a little bit wider, a little bit um, larger. And he moved me to the, these Mizunos, which the Mizuno face, um, it's more of a tour face. So it's a lot smaller, which I'm looking down at the ball and looking at the face. And like, I feel like the face is not 
any bigger than the ball. <laughs> and so I'm like, man, this is going to be extremely difficult to hit this ball. But actually, it almost got rid of the toe problem that I had. And I think it got rid of it. He was explaining to me, um, basically, you have a lot less margin of error, which would sound counterintuitive because it's smaller face. But actually, it kind of deleted the toe off of it a little bit. It brought the ball more to center because I almost didn't have an option to hit off the toe. So right. I was forced to swing, you know, um, more towards the center of the of the of the face. Um, and then a lot of it too. I think just a good takeaway if you decide to go get a fitting um, for our listeners is I kind of went into this swinging really hard, a hundred percent. I mean, like I said, my seven hundred was going to 200, 205. so I was swinging a hundred percent right away. And he immediately t- told me, tone it down a little bit. So he was like, turn it down to like 80, 85%. He's like, your distances might not be as as far as what you're going to get on a course. But he's like, we want to see what your shots are. And the only way to really do that is to not be swinging all out because then you're going to, you're going to miss, you're going to have some miss hits. So that helped a lot too. So I would say definitely go into the lesson, just, just swing light. Um, you'll get an idea. They'll know what to, what to put you in from there. Absolutely. Yeah, overall, it seems like you got the right irons that are suited for you now. Um, and and also, you got an upgrade to your wedges. Um, we had to mention in the what's in the bag that you may have gotten a – you may be getting new wedges, so now's the time. Um, I actually never have ever hit a Mizuno wedge, so it'll be interesting to see how they feel compared to, like, the Vokey or even some of the new Cleveland and Callaway wedges that are pretty pretty solid all around. Um, I'm excited to see how those perform on course. Um, you also upgraded your bag, didn't you? Oh yes, I did forget about that. So yeah, to out- um, I, yeah. <laughs> so Lucas got a bag. Um, no, your your bag is sick too. But I, I had just a cart bag, so I went with kind of a hybrid bag that can be either cart or walking. And I did just walk with it a, a few rounds ago. Um, but I upgraded my bag because I knew uh, I'm probably not going to be with Cobra for that much longer. I was like, time to get rid of the Cobra bag and just go to what I absolutely love and basically try to keep throughout my entire golf career so far. And that's Nike. So I got a Nike white stand bag. That is really, um, I'm not going to lie dude. this thing is sexy. This thing is sick. So it's, it's all white. Um, the first three rounds that I bought it on two or three rounds, I've gotten so many compliments. Um, and so that definitely huge confidence booster um didn't hit a duck hook off the first tee box with it either so um definitely looked definitely instilled some um some confidence in me yeah you just flex on your playing partners you instill fear in them that's what exactly you're exactly right <laughs> i actually switched i'm the opposite of you i already had a walking bag it was a cheap one that i got right when i got fitted so i went and got a nice cart bag because i like having the room of the cart bag when i go play i, I almost never walk now I might be walking more with the whole virus situation, but I have both just as an option, as many golfers do. But guys, if you guys are considering getting fitted, um, we will definitely, we would love to recommend you to the places that we've gotten fitted from. So reach out to us on Instagram or even Facebook, um, or even leave us a comment on the podcast wherever you listen to it. We'd be happy to let you know um any recommendations that we may have or clubs we might think you wanted to try, but hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Um, I actually have an idea. So considering we're talking about gear here, would you rather 
here's a, a little this or that to end it off. Would you rather yep. have the the nicest iron, so the most expensive PXGs you could possibly get, or would you rather have the perfect wedges and driver combination for you? So, like, the super great irons or super great driver and wedges for yourself? Which What part of the bag would you rather focus on? So in this scenario, I can still buy the other irons if I want to, but basically I'm just given the other options. Right. Okay. Um, you know, I'm going to go with irons for this um, because I feel like they're a l- they can be a little bit more expensive than a driver wedge combo. I mean, driver wedge is only going to be four clubs. Um, I feel like irons, you get a lot more expensive. And I feel like irons and maybe it's just because I'm coming off this fitting, but I feel like it's such a huge part of the game um, to be able to have, an, uh, you know, that approach shot in, um, which obviously you can use a wedge every now and again, depending on the hole. But I, I think irons are just huge. And so to have top of the line, what is absolutely best for you, I would go with irons. How about you? Um, yeah. I'm not a guy that even like swings full. So I'd probably say irons as well, solely because you're probably going to, you're probably going to be able to do more. Say you had like a two iron through pitching wedge and, and just had, and you had no woods. I think that is a lot more workable than having an average set of irons and a really good driver and wedges. So I think I, and, and considering that I like hitting irons a lot more than, than woods, I probably go with that as well. But I mean, that's, that's so relative. That's, that's just my opinion. I really like, I really, really like irons. I'm all in on irons. Never woods. The only wood I ever use is the driver. So, and that's yeah. because I need distance. But if if I could only hit irons, I would. All right. Hey, man, that's a huge part of the game. Super important. Absolutely. All right, everyone. We hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, we have some really great content coming soon. Discussions of some of the exciting upcoming matches that we have between Phil, Tiger, all the rest of those guys. Um, we also have analysis of our games post-quarantine when the courses are starting to open up again and whenever we can get tea time. So hopefully you guys will stay tuned for that and enjoy it. And um, and then we also we also have one other thing, Lucas. We're also going to be getting a um, doing an interview with uh, a former tour pro, Brian Lippard. Um, that's coming up soon. Absolutely. Um, but basically, we'll we'll kind of pick his brain on what it was like going through Q school, playing on the playing on the Honda Classic, and then playing with some of these guys like Ricky and Brooks and how that was. So that'll be a lot of fun. Absolutely. I think that's going to be a really big hit. All right, guys. Hope you guys are all staying safe. Enjoy. Night, night, ball. All right, guys. Night, night, ball. Have a good one. See ya.